Join us today for an action-packed episode of Locked on Fantasy Baseball, where we're talking about must-draft hitters from rounds 6 through 11. You are Locked on Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, fantasy baseball fanatics, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by the Locked On Sports Network, your team every day. As always, we're your number one source of fantasy baseball knowledge, and thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. I'm your host, Dominic Martino. You can find me on Twitter at DomMartinoFB. Here, as always, with my brother, my co-host, my partner in crime, Matthew Ane, and you can find him on Twitter at Matthew underscore Ane. If you're listening on a platform like Apple or Spotify, that allows us five-star ratings and reviews we would truly truly appreciate it if you could do that for us and if you're watching on youtube and you haven't already hit that little bell below (laughs) i'm so sorry folks forgive me for that one (laughs) if you're watching on youtube and you haven't already hit the little bell below and subscribe to the channel and give you a notification every time we drop a new episode and lastly but most importantly join us on the subtext platform guys if you're just getting back from fantasy football and you're looking for some rankings or you need some help with your keepers, subtext is the place to be, guys. We have that plus, plus so much more. We're putting tiers into our rankings. Uh, we're going to have bounce back, sleepers, detailed lists. We're going to make sure you guys are in the know on everything that you need to know on subtext, so check it out. And guys, real quick, before we get into things, today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get 100 and fifty dollars in bonus bets with any winning five dollar money line bet. That's a hundred and fifty bucks if your team wins. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started today. KLP. So Matt, why, why don't you take it away? And uh and I'm over here dying laughing. Matt, me and I have a little inside joke uh going on. You know what? And if you're on subtext, you might get to hear about that too. So make sure you join us on subtext. But Matt, t- take it away. All right, KLP here. Um Let's go. Um, so before we go in again, if you haven't been following this this saga of what we've been doing, um, welcome to the show if you're new. And um, essentially, what we're doing is we're going through, you know, a block of of, of um, rounds and going through the players where they're going on ADP and pretty much who we think that we're going to target in these rounds based off of both hitting and pitching. So please see the other episodes if you haven't tuned in. They've been great. And honestly, I feel like it's a good exercise. We're going to do this every month and probably twice in the month month of March, just so like we can give everybody kind of like a standing of what's going on. But yeah, so let's get into it. Let's hop in. We got a good one for the first one, and that's Nico Horner. Um, Nico Horner had a great season last year. I have him as my number five second baseman going into this year. Sorry, I'm running out of breath here. Uh, I'm too much laughing. But anyway, Nico Horner had a good season, right? 619 at-bats, 98 runs, 27 doubles, 4 triples, 9 bombs, 68 ribs, 43 stolen bases, 49 walks to 83 strikeouts, and batting 283. Um, Right off the bat, you look at that, okay, like, there's nothing crazy that's, like, blowing you out of the way except for, uh, blowing you out of the water except for stolen bases. Um, Runs are pretty significant, uh, but he's a stolen base specialist that's going to contribute in, you know, runs, um, 
uh, what do you call it? Sorry, I have brain fart. Uh, stolen bases and batting average and chipping some ribbies and whatnot. But also, too, just to like point it out, he's also really valuable for points leaks because that walk to strikeout ratio, the doubles capability, and the fact that he posted up four triples. Like, it's another little like bing. I like, I like Nico Warner for both, you know, roto five by five category head to head and also points. He's pretty valuable overall. He won't kill you. And we have bonus and points leaks. Um, on top of that, Nico Horner, I think, is, you know, a great value at pick 61 for second base. You know, you're not really paying up the higher prices of guys like, uh, hold on here, who I got higher than? Todd Galby, Mookie Betts, Simeon, yeah. Altuve. Like, you're not really paying up for those guys. You're able to kind of get the guy right in the lower tier, obviously, but at the same time, you know, you're getting somebody that's seriously going to contribute to your 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 season week in and week out and put you above the competition in stolen bases specifically. Matt, honestly, I, I don't think I could have done the take better myself. I have Nico Horner as my fifth second baseman as well. I don't think anything else needs to be said there because we're pretty much in the same route of thinking when it comes to Nico Horner. So well done, sir. Let's move on to this next guy. I want to talk about Matt McLean. Matt McLean, you know, wasn't somebody who came out of nowhere, but kind of came out of nowhere. He did have some prospect pedigree, but we did not. I don't really think many people expected him to come up and perform as well as, as he did. Uh, McLean played 89 games, had 365 at-bats. He had 65 runs, 23 doubles, 16 homers, 50 RBIs, 14 steals, and a 290 batting average. I really like Matt McLean. I have him right behind Nico Horner at second base as my sixth second baseman off the board. I think that Reds team is only getting better. It's a great park to hit in for the young Matt McLean. I think he's going to have a good spot in that lineup. Uh, You know, kid right in the prime of his career, age 24. Uh, You know, he's super fast. He hits the ball fairly hard. Um, Needs to work on the strikeouts, you know, needs to learn how to walk a little bit better. But in today's modern day and age, you know, you could say that about, you know, some of the best players in the game. But I think, you know, dual threat, I think there's more speed than power. But, you know, he's shown to have home run upside too. So, you know, I think it's pick 62. I, I like Horner and McLean here. I think they're they're both great for fantasy. Uh, both must drafts in my opinion. Yeah, I. Uh, you know what, dude? Like, out of the two, I like, I like McLean more and more. It's just Nico Horner's a little bit more of a safe pick, essentially. Yeah. You know, you know, like he's done it for the last couple of years. Whereas McLean, you know, he kind of worked his way through the air air ducts to you know <laughs> to make his way here. But you know, I think this year could be a serious breakout. That whole team is just you know something serious to be, you know, feared of and McLean could, you know, seriously benefit from everything around him. Uh, but you know, it's a, it's a wait and see game. I want to rank him higher. I just can't bring myself to do it just based off of the little prep time I had. And, you know, his 2023 minor league season was good, but not enough to say, okay, I could see a path where he's super, super, you know, efficient like he was last year. So it's more of a, let's see what happens type deal. But um, I th- Dom, did you say where you had McLean? I had McLean at six at second base. Okay. Um, I am a little bit farther off on that. I believe I have McLean. Somebody's got to update their rankings here. I don't have it in front of me. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, um, I have a pretty decent at as well. I think like in my top 12. But anyway, let's move on. Let's talk about Mike Trout. 
Mike Trout, um, you know, we talk about a lot of, about him. So, I mean, honestly, I'm going to keep it, you know, a little bit shorter than I normally would because obviously everybody knows who Mike Trout is. If he stays healthy, he's one of the best bats in baseball. The reason why we're talking about him on the show is he's going at pick 69. Not just a great, you know, number, but also a great player. And, you know, I feel like this is a serious value. Now, I don't have to go and pay up for the production that he can give me now. Like last year, you know, he still had, still played 82 games. He had 308 at bats. He had uh, 54 runs, 14 doubles, a triple, 18 bombs, 44 ribs, two stolen bases, and had a 263 batting average. Honestly, I'll take that. Like 69, uh, pick 69 versus Aaron Judge, who will get you 10 more home runs. Don't get me wrong, and bat a little bit better in average. But might play the same amount of time uh, just depending on how flimsy he feels like being, and I don't have to pay a first-round pick for him. Uh, Mike Trout used to be a former first-round pick and probably the number one pick overall. Yeah, I was for, a former number one overall yeah. pick for like almost 10 years straight. Exactly. And for me to be able to go and scoop him up, and it's not like, you know, father time is really there. The dude's only 31. He's just been having some issues of with his back, his shoulder, the this, the that. You know, honestly, the dude stays healthy. He's probably going to be the most valuable pick in all of the draft. So... You know, you look at it and you go, well, pick 69. I'm going to take that shot at pick 69. Yeah, Matt, you know, real quick, before I hop in here and I talk about Mike Trout and um, we move on to some other, you know, must draft hitters in, you know, the middle rounds of your drafts, uh, Matt is going to talk to you guys about one of our sponsors. The NFL regular season is wrapping up. But there's still time to get in the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 of bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150, win or lose. How you doing? The app is super easy to use, and there's so many different options that you can bet with, like live same-game parlays. Also, you can find bets if you're not sure what to bet with the new Explore tab. And you can make those parlays and parlay hub and find out what the most popular ones are out there. So go to fanduel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a touchdown. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Whew. Also, guys, want to talk to you about our subtext. Now, not only can you win your leagues by joining Fand- uh, our subtext and joining the Diamond Club, But if you do right now sign up, you can also get an entry into the Listener League. If you do this, if you sign up, you have an opportunity to get a chance to be in the Listener League. Sign up. We're going to do it in about a month. Release it. So literally February 9th, right after my son is born, we will be announcing this. And all you got to do is simply sign up for subtext um, and will not only provide you with our rankings for all the offseason, but you will also have an opportunity to be in the listeners league. And you're going to want to get in there. Also, too, if you don't you don't want to sign up for the subtext, leave us a review and just shoot us a DM anywhere on you know Instagram or Twitter, and that'll count as well. 
So down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's hop back in here. Let's get into it, Matt. Very well done there. Guys, make sure you're joining us on Subtext if you want that leg up on your competition heading into the next season. But, uh, yeah, Mike Trout. Uh, let me give a quick little take on him. As Matt said, guy we've talked about a lot. You know who Mike Trout is at this point. If, if you're if you're new, to, unless you're new to fantasy baseball, if you're new to fantasy baseball, Mike Trout been one of the best players in the game for a very, very long time. And even if Mike Trout just does what he did in 2022 with, you know, 85 runs, 40 homers, 80 RBIs, and a 283 batting average, uh, you know, at pick 69, that you're, that's paying off for you. As your outfielder number two, that's excellent production. And I think that's it. I think Mike Trout, if he gets to that 140 games, it's 40-plus homers. I think the RBIs are up over 100. The batting average anywhere from, you know, 280 to, to 300 is very reasonable for a guy like Mike Trout. And uh, I have Mike Trout as my 13th outfielder, 17th outfielder off the board. You're You're making money there. Uh, let's move on to this next guy, though. Let's talk about somebody who, you know, I, I think more people need to familiarize themselves let's t- with. Uh, let's talk about Josh Lowe. Uh, Matt and I are both, you know, very big on him. I have Josh Lowe as my outfielder, 19, as the mo- at the moment. He's coming off the board as the outfielder, 19. So ADP is right in sync with me. Uh, once again, a guy who, you know, actually broke out last year in, in a strong way. We have been waiting on it from low for a few years. Rays finally, you know, unleashed him. The Rays will Ray, you know, where they like to baby some guys. Uh, bear with me here real quick. Uh, you know, Josh Lowe, he, once again, another guy needs to work on that, that swing and miss, but he's super fast. You know, he hits the ball fairly hard, barrels it up very well. Really like what I saw from him last year. Good speed power combo. And a guy you could I think you could take as your outfielder too, you know, age 25. I, I think we're gonna see a 2020 season from Josh Lowe with a solid batting average. And I think the runs and RBIs have potential to be very good too. So you're talking about a guy who could potentially contribute in all five categories, you know, as your outfielder too. I think it's a little bit risky when you can get, you know, a guy like Mike Trout around here. You might want to lean that way. But sometimes you really have to, you know, take a chance on upside with a guy like Lowe who already went 20-30 last year. You know, I mean, uh, I, I think it's worth worth a shot. I think Joshua might even be, uh, you know, when we do our My Guys episode, one of my My Guys. I really love him. Yeah, dude, like you couldn't have said anything better. Like I completely agree with everything you have to say um, in terms of the low situation. Um, I love me some Josh Lowe, honestly. Uh, I'm trying to find out where I have him. I haven't ranked 22 at outfield. Honestly, I'm super excited to have him on, on all my teams. Can't beat it. Um, I think that this dude's got a serious, serious career ahead of him and, uh, we shall see, but I'm going to move on because I don't need to say anything else. Let's talk about Mr. Schwarbaum's Kyle Schwarber. Uh, you know, last year we were getting him in the early, like 30 rounds and, I can understand why everybody, you know, let him drop this year because you know what? He's not the the most helpful player in certain categories, like you know, batting average, hitting under 200 last year. But and everything else, he's pretty valuable. So like I can't understand why the ADP is so low. So I feel like this is a super value. Um, you know, you we draft we draft stolen base uh specialists where guys only contribute in about you know three categories. Kyle Schwarber contributes in in three as well. Just three hard to come by position uh, thing. I three categories that are 
you know, more desirable and specifically runs power uh, runs, home runs and ribbies, uh, you know, 585 at bats last year, 108 runs, 19 doubles, a triple 47 home runs, 104 uh, ribbies and, you know, struck out 215 times, <laughs> you know, like that's great. And at OPS 815, but like, honestly, like, listen, you know, how hard is it to come by, you know, somebody that's going to be a difference maker in the home run category? You know, Kyle Schwarber at pick 86 is something, is somebody that you can't overlook and snuff at just because of his batting average. You know, we used to draft Joey Gallo and, and, um, what's the other one? Chris Bryant, I believe, to not Chris Bryant, um, the guy from the Oakland Athletics, um, Chris, da- uh, Chris Davis. Yes, Chris Davis with atrocious batting average, uh, and, and still just draft them for runs, home runs, and ribbies. And neither of them on a team that seriously would have put them over the limits on, you know, runs and ribbies to boot. So Kyle Schwarber is in a perfect position to seriously bolster those three categories on such an elite level that him hurting your batting average isn't going to even matter when you're literally blowing out a team in in those three categories just because of him alone. So Kyle Schwarber is a serious difference maker in a pick 86. I feel like he's like a, a can't pass pick. Um, he's going to be great for you this year. Yeah, man. I think I think pretty pretty well said there. Um, I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say what so similar to what you said. I I think if you're taking Schwarber here, it, it is fair value, but it, it it's it's about team construction. Kyle Schwarber's a guy that you pair with good batting average. If you took the the Nico Horners earlier, if you took the the big batting average guys earlier. But if you took the if you already took on big risk at batting average earlier in the draft, Kyle Schwarber is not going to be the guy for you. Uh, I love the the power upside. My whole thing with that Philly lineup are Matt, your your ear is to the ground there in Philly better than mine is. Are they going to is he going to keep that job at leadoff? Because yes. it, it, even though he hits for that monster power that that one ninety seven batting average leaves a bit to be desired. And there's a guy that we're actually going to talk about a little bit later that I could potentially see taking that leadoff role from him. Maybe, maybe. So I, I, I agree with you. That guy should be the one above him, but on the way Philly approaches it and the manager who I don't like, um, and I don't want to learn his name either, like Schwarber at the, at the leadoff position, because his, the percentage of him hitting a home run, off off leadoff versus anywhere else in, in the lineup is much higher at leadoff. So that and also, too, when he does hit, you know, a leadoff home run, the team goes nuts, and then they usually just build yeah, the momentum for the – Yeah, so, like, Kyle Schwarber is pretty much just going to be a leadoff, home, uh, leadoff hitter for Phillies until the day he leaves. So, like, I think, it honestly, that is the one thing you could pretty much count on even more than, I don't know, Edwin Diaz being a great closer. Like Kyle Schwarber will hit leadoff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so you're you're pretty much guaranteed three strong categories there from from Schwarber, but in, in those regular roto leagues, that batting average is is gonna hurt you. You know, come the end of the year. So make sure you supplement it. Yeah. Um. But real quick before we move on to these last few names, um, actually, I think they're all young, young, young players who have a lot, a lot of upside, and they're going for good value. We have one. Last quick ad for you guys. 
And guys, we're talking about Jace Medical. I know we come to sports to escape from some of the crazy realities of real life, but can we just talk a minute about how we're preparing for our lives? According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. This is getting scary. I can't imagine a more helpless feeling than one of my loved ones or somebody important to me getting sick while we're in the middle of a supply chain issue, which could keep them from these life-saving medication that they need. Thankfully, we'll be okay because of Jace Medical. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics used to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including UTIs, respiratory infections, sinitis, skin infections, among others. This stuff could happen to any of us, so visit jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today. Go to Jace medical.com and use the offer code locked on to get $20 off your order. All right. So, um, yeah, pretty much wrapped up with Schwarber there. Um, we're going from pick 86 where Schwarber was, and we are moving into round nine officially here. And we're going to talk about Josh Young. I think that's actually getting Josh Young after pick 100, I think, is very, very good value. Really flashed a lot of upside last year. You know, went all the way and won the World Series with that Texas Rangers team. Uh, Josh Young last year, 122 games, 478 at-bats, 75 runs, 23 homers, 70 RBIs, and he hit 266. Uh, I actually have Kyle Sh- – oh, not Kyle Sh- Jesus, I'm still on Schwarber. I have Josh <laughs> Young at uh, ranked seventh at third base. So, you know, where he's going right now, I think we're going to rake in a lot of upside. I think there's 30 home runs, 100 RBI type of upside. You know, not really um, fast at all. So I, I don't think there's any upside for steals here. But I think the batting average could even take a step forward. He always hit for, you know, pretty, you know, solid, you know, batting average in the minors even had a couple of seasons over 300 so i think we're talking about a guy who has you know i want i want to predict a line somewhere around uh 80 85 runs 32 homers uh, 100 rbis and a, a 275 batting average and i think it's an austin riley light type of situation here with josh young who you're getting what uh 70 picks after you have to take austin riley so i think the value here on young is actually outrageous yeah and quite honestly too i don't know like if you weren't a josh young owner um and you didn't have to face the team that had him you didn't have to really worry about him all that much but honestly like young was pretty phenomenal up until he got hurt uh and then he kind of took a little bit to get going uh you know in the month of september he batted 196 but that home run, that that uh, championship he played him, he did show out for you. And leading up to the to the playoffs, too, he was really crushing the ball. Dude, honestly, had what one two bad months of batting average. In all honesty, April he was batting two seventy, May he was batting three eighteen, July he was batting two sixty five, and August he was batting three sixteen. Two months really dragged him down. I think honestly, the batting average is about two seventy two seventy five and north. I think he seriously has it. I think this dude going to pick 101 isn't going to stick. I think by the time we get into March, mid to late March, he's going to be more like pick 85, 86. 
and you know we're going to be having to pick but i still think that's a fantastic value i love josh young going into this year i have josh young at my sixth third baseman i am very bullish on him this dude has some serious talent and you know what i misjudged him going into the year i'm not going to misjudge him going into this year josh young serious upside well let's move on let's talk about bryson stott the guy we were kind of alluding to of who he thinks should be leading off for the Phillies. And that's because, one, the dude just gets on base, and two, the dude can steal bases. Like, Bryson Stott is an excellent talent, and you know what? It's a fun player, too. Um, You know, if you watch a Phillies game, you ever watch this kid get up to bat, everybody sings his uh, walk-on song. It's actually hysterical. Uh, But you know what? Dude's awesome. Like, 585 at-bats last year, 78 runs, 32 doubles, 2 triples, 15 bombs, 62 ribs, 31 stolen bases, and batted 280 last year. Okay, Bryson Stott seriously just gets on base, steals bases, and is successful. I'm just hoping he gets a little bit put in a position where he's in, where he could either grab some ribbies or be the lead off for that, those block of three dudes. Bryson Stott is constantly being moved around because the manager is super analytical, and it drives me nuts. Because he also didn't even play Bryson Stock consistently last year, which led to some of his downfall. Uh, some of his stats not really being as good as they should. So if Bryson Stock could get a consistent spot where he's a leadoff guy of those block of three guys, Bryson Stock is seriously going to take advantage of it and be fantasy gold next year. Going off the board at pick 105, I think is an absolute steal. Like I have Stock going at second base as my number nine, and I feel very confident in that. Um, I think. Being able to pick up your second baseman and pick 105 is a steal. See, this I I I'm in love with Bryson Stott. Another another dude that's on his way to be one of my guys this year. And you know, I, I wanted to bring up his name earlier, but I you know I, I teased it. I, I did it the right way, but I just don't see taking Nico Horner or Matt McLean at 61 or 62. When I can right. get Bryson Stott forty picks later, when he very similar player, Bryson Stott, you know, I I think everything improves. I think hitting in that lineup, even if he hits um where he's projected to hit at, at sixth, I think the RBIs could come up. I don't see why he couldn't have eighty five RBIs with, uh, you know, eighty runs. I think the home runs. He's not really big power guy. I think fifteen is the upper limits of where he could hit with home runs. So even if it's if it's twelve to fifteen home runs, and I think the speed could take a step forward. I think he could have forty steals, and if he hits 280, 285, it's very similar production that you're getting from a Horner or a McLean forty picks later. And I, I think getting you know your second baseman that late, and I have. Bryson Stott is my seventh second baseman off the board. So I pick 105 where, you know, I don't know exactly what second baseman that is, but I'm sure it's, you know, well after seven. I I think you're making out like a a bandit at that point. So Bryson Stott, I think, is an absolute, absolute must draft. Uh, Let's keep things pushing here, though. Let's move on to this next guy. Let's talk about uh, Tristan Casas, first baseman, Boston Red Sox. Absolutely had a breakout year last year. Uh, at age 23, Casas played 132 games, had 429 at-bats, 66 runs, 21 doubles, 24 homers, 65 RBIs. He hit 263. He had 70 walks to 126 strikeouts, so he's helping you in those points leagues as well. Casas, somebody who started off the year a little bit lower in my rankings as I was working 
working into rankings for the season, but a guy just been slowly, slowly moving up. And I actually have Tristan Casas inside of my top 10, my 10th first baseman off the board. He does everything that you want to see from a big slugging first baseman, you know, um, 6'5", 244, hits the ball super, super hard. Uh, he knows how to take a walk. It just I, I think this is a guy that I think in two years from now that a perennial top five first baseman kind of takes like that Paul Goldschmidt spot. I think it's going to be 30 plus homers, 85, 90 RBIs. That batting average could could be, you know, pretty strong. He's always hit over 300 in the uh, – well, not always hit over 300, but, uh, you know, always hit like 280 in the minors. I, I think he could hit, you know, 275, 280 in the bigs. Similar to like a Josh Young, but just at first base. And, you know, going to be 24 next year for Casas. Honestly, sky, sky is the limit. I, I think this kid's going to be fantastic. Dude, you couldn't have said anything better. I, I'm right on, right there with you um, in terms of uh, Casas. I like it. I like, the, I like where he's going. I like the team, where yeah. he's hitting. You know, he has all the opportunity in the world to just be, you know, pretty much successful. And, you know, right now. I mean, why why can't he do it? Let's put it that way. But I think I don't need to go into anything deeper on that. I'm just pretty much just going to roll into our next guy here because we're limited for time. We're going to talk about Jordan Walker. Jordan Walker is somebody you go in a pick 119 that I feel is a solid, solid pick. He's like your outfielder three, uh, possibly four, depending on you know how you've constructed your team. And I feel it's going to be a really nice pick this year. I, I really see a a true, true breakout season for him. And not saying last year wasn't, but, you know, St. Louis decided to play little games and, you know, let him break the roster, but then sent him down for a couple weeks because of ground ball issues and waited a month so they can keep the control and then brought him back up. Now, Jordan Walker still managed to put a decent season together. 420 at-bats, 51 runs, 19 doubles, 2 triples, 16 bombs, 51 ribs, 7 stolen bases, and you know, had 276 batting average, which is really nice for a rookie year. Um, quite honestly, if you've looked at his past, you know, in 2022, my guy had tw- uh, 19 home runs and 22 stolen bases and batted 306. Uh, I see a strong possibility for a 30-30 season. I think there's even another tier where, you know, we could possibly start seeing some, you know, 30-40 uh, or even some more power out of him. I mean, the dude's six foot six, 200 and change, like, you know, how don't we see more power from this two, dude? 245 pounds to be specific. Jordan Walker is an absolute stud, and I think a great pick at pick 119. Yeah, Matt. Well, uh, pretty much on board with you on, on everything with Jordan Walker. I have him as my 24th outfielder. Absolutely love him. Another guy I think is going to have a, a monster, monster season. You said 30-30. We're on par. I think you can do 30-30 easy. With that being said, though, we're out of here for today. Today, please be sure to like, subscribe, comment, rate, and review. But, guys, until next time. See you.